Welcome to Thoughts Disrupted with your host, Melissa Girovac. This podcast is for the doers, the seekers, and the entrepreneurs ready to make a change in their life and business. Together each week, we will explore topics that will help push you out of your comfort zone and change your thoughts to better serve your dreams. Let's get into today's episode. Hello and welcome. On today's episode, I want to talk to you about stepping into confidence and developing confidence for yourself from a practical standpoint. I know sometimes when we go to personal development and we dive into that mindset work, some of the concepts can be pretty vague. And it's like, okay, I understand this is really cool, but how do I practically do this, right? How do I make it happen? And I actually came up with some of these ideas um, while I was sleeping. It was part of a dream. And I I woke up this morning and I wrote it all out and I decided to share it with you guys on here. So to be confident, you have to stop playing the game. Okay. Most of the time, those who surround you are holding themselves back and you are holding yourself back. And we have been taught to do that from the time that we were little. And what that looks like is it looks like not saying what you want to say. It looks like not doing what you want to do. It looks like not acting the way that you want. And that doesn't mean acting out or being disrespectful or not being kind to others, but not behaving in the way that we actually want to behave, in the way that allows us to express ourselves fully, not dressing or expressing ourselves verbally the way that we want to, not feeling the way that we want to or setting ourselves up to feel that way. Essentially, we're talking about a lack of authenticity. When we are lacking authenticity, we cannot step out confidently because there's something missing. Every time that you engage in everything I just mentioned, you betray yourself. And what happens when you betray yourself is that you damage the relationship that you have with yourself. It severs the connection, right? It severs the connection to yourself. And this makes it really hard to love yourself and be confident, to be at ease with yourself, to make decisions easily. If you struggle making decisions, then that connection is damaged. It makes it really hard to live without stress and anxiety, live in abundance and with faith. And it makes it really hard to treat others well. You wind up caught up in a situation where you're just doing what you feel you should and it doesn't feel right and you're not getting the results that you want And it's causing harm to yourself, to other people. And at the end of the day, you have to start questioning, 
Why am I doing this? Why am I playing this game? Why am I doing this dance? So what do we do to repair this connection, to reconnect with ourselves, and to really strengthen the bond to ourselves so that we can develop a healthy relationship with self and therefore develop the healthiest relationship with others? How can we practically work on developing that connection? In order to repair that connection, which, yes, you've been conditioned to sever, okay? You have been taught to do that. You have to start rebuilding that relationship with yourself piece by piece. So what that's going to look like is it's going to look like reconnecting with your body. It's going to look like recognizing what feels right, what feels right, and what doesn't, and honoring what feels right. Sometimes we get so caught up in the logical aspects of what we should do and what makes more sense. And we have an educational system that is completely founded on logic and what makes logical sense. The truth is there is an inner knowing that we have, our intuition. It's one of our higher mental faculties and it's not logical. It's not logical at all. But we don't understand the intuition as well as the logic because the logic, we can see it, we can observe it. The intuition, we can't because it's an inner knowing. It's a feeling and sometimes it doesn't make any logical sense because it's part of something bigger. It's part of something that is not concrete. It's something that is different for everyone, and it can't always be explained properly. And because it can't be explained properly, we don't focus our foundation on the intuition. However, developing your relationship with self, being able to trust yourself means you have to be, number one, aware of that inner knowing develop the awareness to recognize it. And then number two, you have to be willing to honor it. Because I mean, why would you be able to trust yourself if you ignore all the signals your intuition is trying to give you? Right? It doesn't make any sense. So you have to honor what your inner knowing is trying to tell you. You have to honor what your body is trying to tell you. You can feel it when something doesn't feel right. You can feel it in your body. That's part of reconnecting with your body is recognizing those those signs, right? You can feel it physically when something doesn't feel right. And so starting to honor that, getting into that habit of honoring that, what feels right for you and what doesn't feel right for you and setting that boundary. Part of rebuilding that relationship is also going to look like ditching that should energy. We've talked a little bit about should energy before. If you're, if you're doing things because you should, then that is not authentic. That is not a choice that you've made. That is not a decision made out of freedom, right? And that's not empowering. 
So that damages the relationship with self because it takes away your own freedom. It's I'm a slave to whoever or whatever thinks I should do this. I don't have any power. I don't have any control. This is something that I have to do just because, right? That is something that doesn't feel right. And it's going to affect your ability to trust yourself because now it's like, how can I trust myself to make the right decisions when I don't even do what I want to do? Rebuilding that relationship with self is also going to look like taking time alone for reflection and to be with yourself because you can't repair a relationship that you don't devote time to. And for some of us, that's really hard. It's really hard to be just alone with yourself. That's why you see so many people on their phones all the time. They actually can't stand to be alone with themselves. Their mind starts spiraling into all kinds of negative emotions. They can't just sit and be with themselves. And if you experience that, then then you know how challenging it is. It's like you have to find something. You have to find something to entertain you, to distract you. Because otherwise, it just goes down a really nasty little rabbit hole. Um, But part of repairing that relationship is taking the time to just be with yourself. No self-love is possible if you can't be with yourself. And and it's going to take some practice, right? It's going to take practice just making the time and sitting in silence and paying attention. What is it that I'm feeling in this moment? How is my body feeling? Where do I have tension? What am I still processing? What am I experiencing? What do I need? What do I need right now? What do I want right now? Rebuilding that relationship with yourself is also going to look like honoring your truth and boundaries. This is a huge one. Boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. Sometimes we feel like people take advantage of us. But no one can take advantage of you if you set firm boundaries. Sometimes we feel like we're constantly giving, 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 giving. But at some point, we have to decide when it's time to replenish before we can give more. We decide that, right? We have to honor our truth. There are things that we have experienced we can't just repress that and push it to the back of our minds and pretend it didn't happen. There are things that we want to express. We can't hold ourselves back from expressing those things, regardless of what people might react. Regardless of how people might react, it's really important that we express what we need to express. And setting boundaries is going to be really, really key for that. I was actually listening to an interview with Elizabeth Olsen not too long ago, and she was saying she was taught when she was a child that no is a full sentence. 
And I love that. Um, Sometimes part of setting boundaries is knowing that you don't have to explain or justify anything that you do. Other people don't have to understand. Sometimes that's a really firm boundary that you have to set. Rebuilding that relationship with yourself is going to look like expressing yourself kindly, but authentically as it feels comfortable for you. And not everybody is going to like the way you express yourself. And that is just too bad. (laughs) Um, So long as you're not hurting people or being intentionally disrespectful or ignorant, um, how you choose to express yourself might not be how someone else chooses to express themselves, and that's okay. It's going to look like knowing who you want to be and what you want to stand for. You can't love someone you don't know. So you have to get to know you and what you want and what's important to you and what your actual priorities are. There are some standard priorities that we have that we set. We say health, we say our kids, and then you know what, if some people looked at our everyday life, they wouldn't see what we say we prioritize in the everyday. So what do we actually prioritize? In our behavior, not what we say we prioritize. What are we prioritizing in the everyday? And does that align with what we want to be prioritizing? Rebuilding that relationship with yourself is going to look like allowing yourself pleasure and joy as often as possible, not on special occasions, not when things are especially stressful. Okay, you deserve a break because you're at the end of your rope. No, that's not self-love. That's not rebuilding that connection. We were meant to experience pleasure. It's not guilty. It's not something to be guilty about. It's not selfish. Pleasure is an important experience because if you're not experiencing pleasure and joy, what's the point? We've been taught that those things are taboo, that pleasure is taboo. And ladies, that's bullshit. That's a whole lot of bullshit. That is part of the game. That it's bad. It's not bad at all. It is your divine right as a sovereign being. And you need to act on that right. And I'm talking about all kinds of pleasure. All of it. From the food you enjoy eating to the smells when you're on your walk to your own body, all of it. Rebuilding that connection with yourself means exploring different experiences, ideas, and ways of being to find what aligns 
if you think you've got it all figured out and you don't have to try anything else and you don't have to explore new ideas that you've been taught everything you need to know and you're good, my friend, that is limitation that is just suffocating you and you're missing out on so much by doing that. You're so stuck in the game and holding yourself back from finding amazing, incredible things that might be total game changer for you. I remember when I was a young adult, um, I was in the Catholic school system and the idea of religion did not align with me. And so it didn't align with me so much that I just aggressively rejected it, wanted nothing to do with it. I resented um, everything to do with religion. And then it took some time before I embraced spirituality and, and started to explore and realize that there were a lot of things from a lot of different religions that I really Sorry, Morgan, my phone just went off, so I'm just going to go backtrack a little bit. I remember when I was a young girl, I was in the Catholic school system, and I did not align with, uh, with the religion at all. I, I resented it because it just it didn't, didn't align with me. It felt wrong to me. And... So I, I became very resentful and very kind of angry and I wanted nothing to do with religion at all. And it wasn't until many years later when I was on my own that I discovered a more spiritual side and embraced spirituality. And I ended up discovering once I started studying religions again, I started studying not just the religion I had grown up with, but other religions that there were aspects and ideas that I aligned with in all of them. And I actually loved exploring all of the different religions and a lot of different aspects of spirituality. And it was so incredible to me that there was so much out there, so much knowledge, so much wisdom, so many great teachings from great teachers in so many different areas that the idea to me of just sticking to one thing and just taking what's given to you without ever exploring, it was completely barbaric to me. Um, and this is just my personal opinion, guys. But what it taught me was that there are so many different ways of living and different ideas out there and different ways of operating that the only way that you can really find what truly aligns for you and what's really going to be of the greatest benefit to you is to explore. And that's how you learn more about yourself is through that exploration. Otherwise, there's so much that might be on the table that you're missing out on. Part of rebuilding that relationship with yourself is making everything I just mentioned to you, that whole list, 
into habits and repeat and repeat and repeat and repeat until it becomes part of your lifestyle. That's how you rebuild. That's how you reconnect. Relationships require commitment. And if you've been neglecting the relationship with yourself, I don't know if you heard that. Sorry, Morgan, I'm going to go back one more time. Relationships require commitment. And if you've been neglecting the relationship with yourself, it's okay. Give yourself grace. Because in general, we are not taught how to honor ourselves and honor the relationships with ourselves. In fact, we are taught to put ourselves last in the pursuit of money, material items, achievement and accomplishments, beautiful aesthetics, education that we'll never be able to fully utilize if we continue to betray ourselves. But I'm telling you that that stuff, that way of living that I just described to you, the money, the material items, all of that, what you've been taught, what you've likely been modeled, what you've seen, what you've read, what you've heard, what you've experienced yourself, that is not the only way to live. There's a much better way, a more enjoyable way, a more present way, a more peaceful way, a way full of awe and wonder. But to experience this juicy reality, you'll have to step out of the game, step out of the rat race, take the glasses off diverge from the pack, step into the unknown, step into the quiet, push, pause. Can you do that? Of course you can. But will you choose it for yourself? Will you choose to live a juicy, abundant, present, peaceful existence while you're here? Or will you continue to untether yourself and betray yourself in the pursuit of ideals that you were given and have felt obligated to? Is that freedom? Because if you're not, you know, you can feel it. You can lie, but not to yourself. You know, and at some point, if you want to be free, truly free, you have to choose to be accountable and say, I'm going to change what I'm doing so that my experience on this wonderful planet can be different. You're not going to make up, wake up one morning in the game and see things dramatically improve. Do you know why? Because, spoiler alert, the game is set up for you to fail. It will never be enough. 
you'll never just know peace. No gain will suddenly make you feel worthy. Unless you befriend your most powerful ally, you, you will lose. You'll miss out. You'll suffer needlessly. You'll hurt others. And you'll prioritize things that end game don't matter. There, they, the world out there, society, the people in your life may have introduced you to the game, but it's you who will lose if you stay in it. So you have to choose to win, reject, rebuild, reflect, and redirect. No one is going to help you rebuild that connection with yourself. Only you can do that. And on the other side, there's a whole different life experience waiting for you. And I can tell you this much. If as a collective, we sought to rebuild our relationship with ourselves, a lot of the ugliness in the world would be eliminated. We have that power. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I am so grateful for you. I hope you leave this podcast and take one step, no matter how large or small, towards your goals. Until next week, if you're feeling what I'm putting out, I'd greatly appreciate it if you could leave me a five-star rating and review. Don't forget to hit subscribe, and I'll see you next week.